Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. It feels like it's been forever wow. since I've been on a postgame well, show. Yeah, since you've been here. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that I missed the games that I missed oh and got God. to watch this one. Painful. I missed some horrible, horrible games, and we got to actually watch a close competitive game in which the Coyotes had this a chance to said. win. So what we said we wanted, right? It is a close competitive game Although, with a chance to win. Although, Michaela brings up a point. Is that point going to be important? You know, Montreal. Is it going to be important? Like, really, is it going to be important? We go this the far. Point, and that no, I like... would have rather had them go for the two points and get the win for all of us to just feel. Happy? They are one point behind the Montreal Canadiens right now. Yeah. Well, Montreal plays Philadelphia tomorrow, and Philadelphia is bad. In, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, Seattle jumped Philadelphia. Look at how happy Charles is. Everybody's happy you're back. Oh, thank you, everyone. I'm... I know they loved Sean when he was here. Yeah, I'm going well, to pretend not to be offended by that. No, Sean's still here. And there's Sean content coming Spencer, up later in the show. Spencer, that game is over. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a fun <laughs> shape. <laughs> okay. Remember we did that? We were messing with those yesterday. Were you here when we were doing that? That was no. before the Biz Nasty show. We were messing with us. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sean said, I'm still here. Seattle won in regulation. Beat, I know. Beat, yeah. Beat Colorado. Gone. Seattle is eight points ahead yeah, of Yeah, I'm not worried. Seattle, Seattle's not, gone. no longer concerned of nope. mine. There's a two-team race. Yep. Montreal, and they have Philly tomorrow. Yep. In Philly? Yeah, in Philly tomorrow. So anyway, we'll see. Back up. Back. Yeah, so good, good, good on them. Got a point. Came back. Hey, I tell you what, the first five minutes of this game looked like it was going to go the other direction. 20 seconds in, DeBrickant misses an empty net. And then they score with under a minute to go 42, into the game. 42 seconds in. Oh, here we go again. I, that's what I thought. Thought for sure. So they battled back. Impressive. Richie doesn't go tonight because he's hurt. Um, oh, my goodness. A super, super chat? chat from Clinton. Mr. Rogers question, oh which God. is in reference to, if you haven't watched yet, PD's Puck Talk up on YouTube I think what last week that was. Yeah, great. See, so the question is: It a beautiful day in the neighborhood? It is a beautiful day. It is. Today. It's a beautiful day. A competitive hockey game where people are in their seats until the very end. Clinton, thank you so much. And by the way, when you do something like that and you step outside yourself, because I people that have watched the show know that's not me. Like right, like <laughs> a I'm cheerful, like, positive yeah, a cheerful, person. Like the no. Like there's, like, I hope they get it, but say when you do it, then you just hope there's a bunch of shit shows up on YouTube and gets buried and then no one sees it. <laughs> so I could surprise someone still. It's like, that's days ago. But it's yeah. fun. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's funny. You should have started in the Mr. Rogers. I've already got the next one planned. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It was. Competitive. The Coyotes yeah. came back after being down 2 nothing in the first, like we said it was 3-1 at one point. Petey had been guessing this was going to be a 4-1 game. Yeah. We were in here saying, oh, it looks like that's going to come true. And the Coyotes had two goals in the third period, which we'll get to in a little bit more with Smith and his first NHL goal. But, I mean, sure, the point aside and maybe how that affects the standing aside, when when was the last time the Coyotes scored three goals in a game? Well, well I mean, we could look it up. But... This is the last one. Oh, 
I wasn't here. You here. Forgive me. Yeah, I was gonna say. When's the last yeah. time the Coyotes scored three goals <laughs> yeah. in a game and it was a yeah. game that they could have won? There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that's different. Clearly, I didn't watch the games when I was gone. Yeah, you know what? The, the 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 thing for me was the offense is great, and they got three goals, and this is a team that's struggling for offense. What I liked about today's game is they had an effort until the buzzer went. That that they competed the entire hockey game, and even when they were down, they kept fighting they kept playing and that we have not seen over the last two weeks you've seen the body language over the last two weeks it was really def- deflated defeated you see the shoulders drop today they they kept in it they kept battling and and i tell you it started with barrett hayton for me that's where the, he just kept going that motor kept going and kept going and kept going until good things started to happen and i i think that's what turned it around for me especially with a guy like richie who i think has been the next offensive spark plug since keller has gone out um, Richie wasn't able to go tonight, so he's out of lineup too. Another injury, and you go, oh, where, where is this going to come from? Where's the energy going to come from? Where's the offense going to come from? And you know what? I, I think Barrett Hayton helped propel this team and, and got they got their feet going, got some energy going, got their offense going, and it was an exciting hockey game against you know what? Blackhawks aren't a playoff team either, but they have some really good hockey players. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll take Chicago Blackhawks, Arizona Coyotes going to overtime. I'll take it all day long. Yeah. Great. I I, lo- I mean, it, just given what we've been working with for the last, I mean, this was the eighth straight loss. This one was, wasn't as hard to swallow because this is all we've been wanting this entire time. All of the other games have been losses by multiple goal margin. So it was just refreshing to finally have it be – close like this and like you said that's not how i thought it was going to go based on the first uh 10 minutes of the game but well the first the last time this game was close leah do you remember who they played chicago blackhawks. the chicago blackhawks <laughs> went to overtime the last time they played them and that's the last time that. they were in a close game yeah well this was this was toe. this and the new jersey game which we saw how that went but this was one of the games we circled as a winnable, yep, game. As a winnable game and i know there's some people in the chat saying oh bummer you know i feel bummer too but I think it went, it was like the second best scenario. Yeah, I, I, guess. I still, I feel like it's a win. I mean, yeah. I, you know, and bring in some positivity right now. I feel like it's a win. Yeah. It's a, I'll take it. Yeah. With, the, with, with the way this team has comp- been competing over the last few weeks, their inability to score. And, and I tell you what, five, five, six, seven, nine. And that's not Jenny. I got your number. That's the goals they've given up. And it's <laughs> horrific. No, that's a great reference, PD. Emma looks like I got three heads. That's what happens when you're a 20 year old. You don't get that? 8675309? No, nothing. 8675309. No. Yeah. I got that off red, PD. Okay. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> but it was just nice for to have that competitive nature all the way to the buzzer. And you know what? They got a point. This is, this is a win for me for the Coyotes down the stretch. With the roster they're putting on the ice. I, I tell you what, player for player against Chicago Blackhawks, Kane and Taves and Debrinkat and Strom and against what nine guys from Tucson, that's uh, a win. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a win. And Richie is down and Mayo's out and Beagle left the game with an injury and Craig tweeted who's left in Tucson. Left. <laughs> like, oh God, we just I'm need to wrap everyone in bubble wrap for the last five games just to get through. Absolutely unbelievable. Well, let's look at tonight by the numbers and see how everyone did uh 40 shots on goal by the Blackhawks so you know veggie had some moments tonight where he didn't look so fantastic but you have to look at the numbers as a whole four goals against on 40 shots isn't horrible in the end um but PD you said as we're watching the game Chicago (laughs) missed a few open nets it's funny so that's what's not on here and before you get to that, 0 for 5 on the Chicago power play. And that's unreal with the people they put on the ice. That yeah. power play, there were spurts during this season where that Chicago power play was really dangerous. Debrinkat, Strom, um, and, and Kane on that power play, they were dangerous. And so for the Coyotes to kill five penalties against that power play, uh, you know, kudos to them. They, when we talked about the empty nets they missed, and it was that was in the first period more we go, oh my God, like this, this game at one point I thought was going to be three or four to nothing. And it was still one nothing. They were able to weather the storm early. I really don't think they got their spark until the second period. And that's usually <laughs> when they collapse. When they collapse. Traditionally. And so they did not collapse this time. No. And they came out with an effort. I I, I mean, if you could have seen, well, you did see. If you watched the game on TV, the, the Andre Turney's face when it, when the Chicago scored their second oh goal. Oh, my God. I was like, uh-oh. 
Like he, he is like his head might explode. Yeah. And uh, Andre Turney's face as Beagle was leaving the ice with assistance to the locker room, probably thinking what we all are too. But they just kept I felt like the broadcast kept showing him. It was just like pure misery. Yeah, and I, I can't I tell imagine you what. what a pain it's And what been it must feel like to be room. him over the last two weeks. Yeah. And how Horrible. badly, you know, the the travel, the tough travel, the games. They have four home games this week. That's a that's a that's a lot of hockey right lot. now. So I, I think they're going to be pleased with the outcome of, of tonight, even though they did not get the win. I think they're going to be happy with the way they battled back, the penalty kill. They can look at some things tonight. We've said this throughout the season is try to find those positives. Try to find something that they can be happy about. And I think tonight they can. I think their ability to come back, I think they found some offense tonight, and I think their penalty kill are three things they can look to um, as positives for tonight. Another positive was that all three of your keys technically hit because they were technically all the same. Yeah. Defend the rush, can't have five or more goals against. No, odd man rushes, can't have five or more goals against. Great goaltending, can't have five or more goals against. And they didn't for what that was the first. That was the first time with no, not five goals against, right? In like. In a long time. A long time. In a long time. It's the longest stretch this organization has ever had five or more goals in a game given up um, in their history. Um, so I'm glad that That's streak. Fun. I thought they'd have to get Wedgie back to ruin that streak too, but they didn't have to do that. Um, you know, you're the keys. I don't think, I, I thought there were moments again in the first period I didn't like their defending. I was in here and it, the side meter wasn't officially turned on yet, but I was pretty grumpy in the first at the way they defend <laughs> when you see players like to by himself, Kane by himself, Taves by himself in front of the net. You just can't defend that way. You, you have to defend around the, uh, around your goaltender better than that. I thought as the game wore on, they did better. I thought they blocked shots better. I thought they, they protected the net front better. I thought they were in the slot better. Um, it just took them some time to do that. I, I don't think they were hurt by the rush at all tonight. I think they were really good between the blue lines. I, I think, they didn't turn the puck over very much in the offensive blue line, which leads to defensive chances against. So I thought they did well there. And Vimelka, early I was concerned. I was really concerned at the way he was busy and sliding around early and gave up two goals fairly early in that game. But I tell you what, battles back to make some unbelievable yeah, saves. That, that one in, in overtime? The, in the one in the third period. Oh, yeah, both yeah. of them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. His flexibility, his athleticism on full display. Um, which, you hope build, which you hope helps build his confidence too because you can't like this stretch it's hard for us to watch it's hard for the coach but you have to imagine it's been really hard for him as well you know he had some great games earlier in the season it hasn't been a good stretch for him so hopefully these last five are gonna be more I know they're playing some unbelievable teams and we'll get to that a little later but I hope that it's gonna be yeah but that's better when he's good for him when he's stretch. good he can He's, do yeah. that. I mean, he can make 42, 45, 46 saves. We've seen it. Um, and he can do that against really good teams. Like this team, when they went on that Eastern swing, that's Boston, that was Washington. Like they played great hockey teams. Um, it, their shooting percentage was unbelievable, but their goaltending was solid then too. So you're right. I think it was incredibly important that Vimelka had a game where he can build some confidence because you could see his body language struggling too. And it's got to be hard. And you're putting up those kind of numbers and it's he, he wants to win. And he gets signs that big contract, that big ticket, and he just wants to perform well, and he just hasn't um, since that point. So tonight I think it's going to be maybe helps push that along a little bit. You'd like to see him get one of these two. I hope he doesn't play both this weekend. I hope only he plays one mm-hmm. um, because they've still got three games next week, including another back-to-back. On the road, too. Yeah. So I don't think he can carry the load all the way in. Um, but I hope he does. We see a continuation of his confidence over these last few games, even if they're not wins. That doesn't have, he doesn't need that to be confident, but just keep the team in these games over this next week and a half. That'd be great. Well, we talked about the fact that the Coyotes generally collapse in the second, but the second is when they started to turn things around. And that started with a goal by Barrett Hayton, which came off of a Schmaltz wraparound attempt that was saved. The rebound went to Hayton and he scored from his knees, which I feel like so many times this season yeah. he's scoring as he's falling down, but it really shows the, the effort and it's really great to see from him. And that was Schmaltz's 53rd career point, which is a career high for him. That's fantastic. So it's just amazing to see him and Schmaltz was really involved in the offense tonight as a whole. He also assisted on the Stroman goal. I felt like he was really in it. Unfortunately, the one of the Chicago goals went off of his skate. Um, but as a whole, we talk about Richie being out and all of these other Clayton Keller and Krause and all of them. 
Schmaltz, to the best of his ability, or, or at least tonight, stepped up and was involved in the offense. And, and when for him, since since Keller went down, I don't know if we've seen Schmaltz. I don't know if he's had that offensive push in his game since Keller went down. I think the two of them had found some chemistry. It was a tandem that had worked well. And I think, you know, it's you, you lose your puppy. Like, he was kind of sad, and he didn't play well. Um, but I thought tonight was the first glimpse of playing the way he can play. And maybe, you know what, Hayton brings energy. Maybe he makes people around him better. So maybe that helped tonight. Maybe gave him a little bit of a spark. And let's see if he can continue that over the next few games. Because if we don't know where Richie's status is, if he doesn't come back, they got to find offense from somewhere. Because mm-hmm. this team's going to have to score some goals in their last five games. So yeah. hopefully he's he's got on track here to finish the season. Definitely. And the other person who assisted on that Hayton goal tonight was Andrew Ladd, who was playing in his 1,000th wow. career game tonight, which is absolutely unbelievable. And I think it's really special that it was against the Blackhawks, which is a team he played 203 games with and won a Stanley Cup with. I saw some pictures on social media of him like, of the Blackhawks players kind of, you know, hugging him and fist bumping him. And I think that's really special. But he's the 15th player to play in his 1,000th NHL game with the franchise, which is really cool. And the fourth player from the 2004 draft class to make it to 1,000 games played. It's impressive. Uh, and Extremely impressive. And when we sat here in August talking about him, and we watched him play in training camp, I would have said this moment wasn't going to happen. So... I have to say how hard it must have been these last two and a half seasons to get to this point through injuries and playing in the American League and career looking like it was over to get to here. I mean, that had to be so physically and mentally draining and difficult. So, I mean, a full-on standing ovation, hats off to to Andrew Ladd. It's really impressive what he's done. Yeah, so... He is one. We have multiple tonight, but Andrew Ladd is one of our DraftKings king of the game. And, of course, he had to be with a 1,000 NHL games played alone. Even if he didn't get an assist tonight, a 1,000 NHL games played is reason enough to be a DraftKings king of the game. But he also had the assist, so we'll give it to him for that as well. And, according to the Valley's broadcast, was the only player to actually get a point in his 1,000th game as a Coyote. Wow. There you go. I, I'm putting that on Bally's. I don't know if that's right. But well, they said a Winnipeg player, and I don't know if anybody caught it. It was a Babbage. I think somebody, somebody, the one buddy, well, somebody did it in Winnipeg, and I think it was Wayne Babbage. It was kind of hard to hear the broadcast with Shane and Sean screaming the entire game, playing video games out in the. I came in here. It's like a, I, I came into work today. It's like a freaking dorm room. <laughs> swear to God. There's pizza, there's pop, there's guys playing video games. Like, really? <laughs> this is where I work? More to come on that, too. Yes, more to come. Oh, Shane man. and Sean, join the shit show. Oh, Lord. Yeah, if you haven't caught the shit show yet. If you so haven't seen the Oh, because it is 420, so it's a great opportunity. Catch also the, sh- to watch the 420 it. shit show. On PHNX Sports on Twitter and on YouTube. It's amazing. Um, it's hi- just people are funny and they're funny. So great job, guys. Yeah. Go check out the shit it show. It is some of the funniest content that's on PHNX. Yep. The shit show. It's amazing. Um, Well, back to this game and back to king-worthy players. Nathan Smith scored his first NHL goal tonight, and it was a beauty on one knee. Another at one knee. Unbelievable. But he drove the net. He was in it. He was around the crease. I can tell you what, this I like this kid. I like the way he plays. He's got a little bit of something, a little extra something. I don't know what it is. He's got a little bite to his game. He's going to be a fun player to watch. Uh, I really like Nathan Smith. And congratulations to him on his first NHL goal. And he's our second. We had to we had to make him another DraftKings King of the Game. We had to have two tonight because both amazing achievements and two players at opposite ends of their career, which is really it's an interesting juxtaposition, but really cool. And you predicted that he would get I said he'd get a goal and I said McBain goal. will get one too. So and, and he still will. has time. Yeah. He will. So great to see Smith. McBain's will come on the power play. How about that? Ooh, okay. I he's like gonna that. get a power play goal. Yeah, so great for Smith. Exactly. Um, and then Kessel had the assist. It was his 40th assist. And then Kessel got his 41st assist on the Strawman goal, which, talking about where is the offense going to come from, look at it's freaking Bobby Orr. You don't there. think about Anton Strawman when you think about offense. Oh, <laughs> necessarily. My God. No, but right before he scored <laughs> that a goal, shot, he comes in off the point and he, like, he was very aggressive, drove the net in front, and I go, oh, my God, was that Strawman? 
and he didn't score on that one. And then 10 seconds later, he scores top shelf. That was unreal. Like, I, I don't know if I've seen that out of him all season. Him being that aggressive up off the blue line in an offensive role. I just haven't seen it. Huge goal. Top shelf. Great goal to tie the game. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Yep. It's just ironic, too, that the Chicago goal, that one of the Chicago goals was off Schmaltz, off Strawman, and in. And when both Schmaltz and Strawman had played big roles in the Coyotes goals wow. tonight. So Well, and then you saw the last game. I didn't. No, no, not the last game. The last time we played oh. in Chicago. The winning goal goes off Jonathan Taves toe. Oh yeah, I forgot about toes, that. Toes, Taves toes. Wow. And went off his toes. So this it's kind of guess payback for that. Right? Goes off Schmaltzen. Yeah, Dominic. fair enough. Oh well. Fair enough. And then of course Chicago won it in overtime with 35 seconds left, but again, we'll take it as a win. Um please with that one and I think someone I think Karen had asked earlier in the chat, is this the last point the Coyotes get this season? <sighs> Let's look at the upcoming schedule, Sean, because... Oh, that's oh, the that's thing. Oh, forgot. <laughs> okay. I knew it. I have Y'all to say. gaslighted me. <laughs> wow. You I guys. said it over and over again. Okay, so before every show, Sean goes over all the graphics. We have this, 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 and we say, yep, good to go. And we're sitting here for like 10 seconds, and Sean says, I'm forgetting something. I know I'm forgetting something. I was like, no, I don't know. I think you have it all. Well... That's the one. Gaslighted me. I will get you the schedule in okay. just a moment. Well, it's coming, but I can pull it up on my own computer for now. Um, but the upcoming schedule, talk about back-to-back and talk about some oh, yeah. amazing teams coming in. The Coyotes are playing playoff teams back-to-back. Friday night, Capitals coming to town. Tonight, Ovechkin scored his 49th and 50th goals. Um, ended up losing that one in overtime to Vegas, but... I mean, they're coming in hot. And then St. Louis, Saturday night coming in. They're a playoff team, so. And St. Louis, talk about St. Louis. Their offensive output right now is exactly reverse of what the Coyotes are doing defensively. St. Louis is on. They got seven goals in one period against Nashville a couple days ago. That team can score in bunches, and that is frightening because they are in fuego right now. They're so, they're one of the hottest offensive teams in the league, going against one of the <laughs> weaker defensive teams in the league. The team that gives up the most goals of any team in the league. How's that? The Coyotes last against St. Louis. This could be a Friday Saturday night that ooh, this could be tough. Yeah. So let's soak this. Maybe in the now. over. Let's soak this in now. We'll get more into the upcoming schedule in a bit. But Craig is here. Love that coming up, Craig. I did it. I did it too soon. Yeah, it's okay. Um, well, Craig, they didn't win, but it wasn't so bad. Yeah, they got a point, but they didn't get two points. So a little feel good moment for the team, but they didn't catch the Canadians. No, not quite. There you have it. That well, was it. And hey, good night, Craig. Right, thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> hey, you know what else? They didn't give up five goals in this game. I know. I know. And that's the difference. I, I Right? That really is. A, did you feel it was going to be that night, though? Because I did. Ten minutes into the game, yeah. I go, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they had a terrible start. But they grew, regrouped a little bit. The Blackhawks missed a lot of nets, by the way, which yeah. if you're a Blackhawk fan, you may have seen that uh, a lot of times this season. Do I need to bring this out while you're here? Yeah. Oh, exactly. ring the cowbell now. Ring it. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. It's going to be a long rebuild for the Blackhawks, too. It's going to yeah, be a it, long it's, rebuild. it's interesting, though, when you talk about with two teams in two different positions, and I, you wrote your story today about, I, I, I don't know what this team's going to do. Like, I, they're, in a, they're in a quandary. At least we know what the Coyotes are. We know where they're going. We know what direction they're headed. We know what they're trying to do. I don't know what the hell they're trying to do there in Chicago. I don't know. And I don't know where they go next. <laughs> Well, uh, and by the way, you're welcome, Anthony. Uh, happy, happy to do that when I'm, when I'm actually paying attention and see a tweet. I'll try and reply to it. So happy to do that. But with Chicago, the problem was they had a GM who didn't know what the hell he was doing from one season to the next. Is it a rebuild? Oh, wait a minute. We're going to make the playoffs. Hey, let's go sign Seth Jones because, you know, we can make another run at this. They needed to get rid of Stan Bowman for a very long time. And that's that's the genesis of the cowbell, actually. I 
I brought that for a previous outlet because I was so tired of Stan Bowman. I was still so tired of him getting credit for the Stanley Cups when, you know, somebody else drafted most of those players. He filled in, I guess, with some players, but he mismanaged the cap so badly that that team that should have been a dynasty for a lot longer fizzled after 2015, 2016. They were done. They haven't been a force in the NHL since. The Pittsburgh Penguins, meanwhile, are still in contention. You know, when you talk about the two teams of that era winning three cups each, and now Tampa, I guess you throw in the mix, those were the two teams but Pittsburgh sustained the Blackhawks could not. And in my mind, it was mostly because of mismanagement. People are yelling at me for not ringing the cowbell loud enough. I'm just thinking of our audio listeners, everyone. So And me. <laughs> well, I appreciate it because Craig doesn't give a shit about me. You, at, least, <laughs> at least you're being kind. Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Craig. Well... That, so let's just get into it. Whose situation would you rather be in, the Coyotes or the Blackhawks? Well, I wrote about this today, so I want to hear you guys' takes. Right. I'm looking at you, Petey. Oh, here. 100%. Here. I agree. Arizona. All day. And, and Even with the arena situation? Yeah. And I, and I look at, well, see, I'm looking at a positively that the arena situation if, is going to be resolved. Yeah, for me... It's if that, yeah, if yeah. there is the Tempe light at needs the end. To, the Tempe Arena needs to get approved, resolved, shovel in the ground, and then this wins. In a landslide, okay. by the way. Sorry, okay. Jay. Sorry, Jay. I just think hockey-wise, they're on the right path. Chicago's going to be in flux again now because you've got to deal with cave, caves. I say that all the <laughs> time. Kane and Taves, I put them together. Kane and Taves, you're going to have to deal with both of those players right now. And I, I, I think that's going to be a problem for this team. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in terms of getting back to contention, they're farther away. I mean, theoretically, right? The Coyotes still have to draft, try it, and develop the right players. But in terms of where they are, the Blackhawks are still stuck. And even next year, look, I think they can trade Patrick Kane. I said they should have traded him a couple seasons ago to just get a King's Ransom for him. But nobody's taking Jonathan Taves off their hands. And if, if you want them to, you're going to have to give up assets, and you don't want to be doing that when you're going into a rebuild. So they're just going to have to let Jonathan Taves play out the last season of his contract, his $10.5 million contract, before they can really start this rebuild in earnest. So you're right. They're just sort of in limbo for another season, although they can get some return for Patrick Kane. Yeah, and I think the Seth Jones things really set him back too. That that contract was probably a little too big for him. And that, like you said, are we rebuilding? Or are we not? Well, clearly we're not if we're bringing in Seth Jones at that money. So... I'll take Nathan Smith. I'll take Jack McBain. Let's roll the dice. Let's have fun. And Dylan Gunther leads. What he what he won the the scoring race in Edmonton. And but here we go. Let's go. Get these young kids playing. I like it. See how positive that yeah. was, Craig. Yeah. Look at you. I know. Did you take some pills or something tonight? No, I've been positive all day here. I'm no. trying to get out of it, but I've been positive all day. <laughs> I'm trying to get out what of it. What if I ring this? We'll snap you back to reality. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Craig, who did you get a chance to talk to tonight? We uh, we were waiting to see the result, and when they lost the game, we just requested Andrew Ladd. And obviously, this was a meaningful moment for him to play in his 1,000th game. I wrote about this earlier in the season that, you know, Andrew Ladd never knew if he was going to get to this point. He was basically out of the NHL for the last few seasons, toiling in the AHL, rehabbing, stewing on a situation. He worked with a mental skills coach to get him in a better frame of mind. He worked with Adam Oates on the ice to help improve his game. I mean, this is this is a tough situation for him the last few years. He gets dealt here and, and everybody just views it as a salary dump, which it was. They, they, they wanted the draft asset. They didn't want Andrew Ladd. But he wanted to prove that he could be an NHL player again. And I, I think he has at least proven that he can be a depth guy. He got to 1,000 games. He got to do it against a team with, with whom he won a cup. So it was a cool night for Andrew Ladd. I, I, I was really happy for the guy because guys in the, the room will tell you what an incredible presence he is and what an impact he is. But for me, he's also an unbelievable quote. He's just such a an introspective and articulate guy that, you know, when, when you get guys like that, you, you're you're really appreciative of that as a, a media member. So he has really sort of touched all the bases since he arrived here. Yeah, and really great for him to also get a point tonight in his thousandth game. So he was one of our, we had two kings of the game and he was one. 
Co-Kings? Co-Kings because we, we had to give Nathan's we like have one. not seen this. Can I see this graphic, Sean? Can I see the Co-King? No, I have we did one each. Oh, no, one each. One each. We didn't put them together. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. That would do. Sean, that would take Sean five extra minutes. <laughs> we were buzzing as it was. You're not giving at me some point we need to. No, Sean, you're at amazing. Some point, you do great graphics. We should, we should have a king of the season, I think, at some point and put some guy on a throne. I don't know. Oh. I'm just spitballing here. Oh, boy. Do you want to be on the throne, Craig? No, I don't want to be on the throne. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we will. Maybe we'll do superlatives. Let's do, we can do that after the season is over. A superlatives episode that, you know, our, our, all of our award winners and best dressed. Yeah, we'll definitely do couple that. Couple and all that thing. Yeah. Sticking the yearbook. I'm in. Love it. Love it. We'll, we'll appreciate <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't speak anymore. I know, I neither. I got <laughs> Jeez. I got Timbits stuck in my I had two day old Timbits <laughs> yeah, from I an airport. Oh. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did it. He ate he ate it. I said Ooh. it's gonna be stale and then you take a bite, he's like, This is disgusting. <laughs> and I finished him though. <laughs> did, the rest did you of the try bite. what else did you try that Leah brought? Well, we've got because some I other goodies. We have some other goodies on the table we may get to after um a bit here. Yes. We may. Did you try the peaches? Not yet. We'll Not yet. We got it. everything. Everything. Oh, everything's right here. It's right here. They're here. Peaches are here. Some chips. Right. I'm not convinced. I'm going to do the chips though. The chip challenge. And I'll <laughs> tell you why, Craig. I'm, I'm all in. Oh, if I'm all in to eating the chips, Leah goes. Oh, there's some left. Literally, literally a big bag of chips. It's like those five or six <laughs> half broken pieces at the bottom. Like, there's not one complete chip in the bag. Not one. Not one full chip been, left. They've all been touched by like eight people. You already. think? Like, you know, like she was if the only. Your name starts hands with in S, there. and you work for PHNX. Your hands have been you're in that responsible. Bag. Yeah. And there's a few people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, no. A few. Oh, hold up, but you, you're in, incriminating me, and I hardly had any of them. I said a few Honey, people. You said everyone. Craig, you feel at me PHNX though? Whose name there's five there, crumbs in there. Salt ate half the bag. Salt did too. Oh my god! Yesterday I had to take it away from you. I loved them. Saul yes. loved those. Saul, chips. Shane, Sean. Yeah, I had I had far fewer than I could have had. I <laughs> wanted the people. I to tell share. you, I swear there is not one well, complete chip in the bag. So I'm not sure I'm going to make the all dress challenge. Ketchup chips are still there, so I will do a ketchup. We're saving chip. them for you, Craig. Not interested. The thing is, when the when the GM is holding the bag, it's not like you can grab it away from him, right? So not exactly. And, no, I and, did. And after tasting one, after tasting one, I was fine with. Salt I literally that. took it away was, from Saul. I was not impressed. I was unimpressed. <laughs> oh, well, man. we're gonna get to the Canadian yeah. cuisine next. We'll get to that in a little. But right before the Craig, and another another thing from today is that the draft lottery odds and the draft lottery day were announced. So May twentieth. Is going to be the draft lottery. This is the day that we've been waiting for since the season began, basically. Not May um, 20th. May 10th, sorry. May 10th. 20 days away. That's 20 what I days away, confused. May 10th. May 10th. And here are the draft lottery odds released today by the NHL. So the team that comes in last or has the first seed has 18.5%. And the second team is at 13.5%. It's so small. Thank you. 13.5%. So... The difference between one and two is a 5% difference. So that's every loss. This is what it's for, everyone. This is it. You guys know that there are two lottery draws, though, right? That's Those are just the odds for the first draw. There's a second draw. So it's a little complex. There's a line right below those odds that I sent you. So that's just the, the, the odds for the first draw. Not all of those teams listed have a chance at the top pick. Obviously, you can only move up 10 spots. So it's a little more complex because after that first draw, the second – the, the second draw percentages depend on what happened in the first one. So, sorry. It's, it's good. A and math is my expertise. Yeah. So, that's perfect yeah, for I mean, me. Not my, uh, Craig, <laughs> you better get us that all written down before we actually have to talk about it because I don't understand it. Just tell me if the Coyotes win it. Can you do that? We should have like some math expert on just to explain it to us. Like, put yeah, we should it, have a chalkboard. Somebody and they can could protect, someone could explain like I'm in kindergarten and I still won't get it. But I think that's a just, brilliant idea. Yeah, great idea. May tenth, twenty days away. That's yeah. that's what we've been waiting for. And we're going to be talking about it, right? Oh yeah. Okay. There'll be checking. more to come on that, but we'll we'll be having full coverage of that day, hundred percent. That's that's the day we've been waiting for. I know it's it's the Stanley Cup Finals for Arizona Coyote fans. <laughs> and they're it still is. in the drive. Please, yeah. 
And I, I remember the last one, the Connor McDavid one, it was just over so abruptly. It's all just build up. Oh, I can't wait for the lottery. I can't wait for the lottery. What? It went to who? Is it over? Right. Is that it? Edmonton? Poor. Oh, is that how you remember that? Because I remember it being much more traumatic. Yeah, oh, well, yeah you're a Buffalo, Buffalo fan. Yeah, it was a lot more different. I, I can imagine a little more painful for you. But yeah, uh, I, I, I'm hoping, like hockey gods, please, 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 finally. Well, the problem is there's a Canadian team right there. And where's the draft this year? I'm trying to remember. Montreal. Huh. Should we get oh, our yeah, tinfoil hats out? We need to get this out there. We need to get this out there that there's a conspiracy that the NHL is going to give it to Montreal so that they're shamed into not giving not it to Not giving Montreal. it to them? Yeah. yeah, right? We should just get that going on Twitter. We'll start today. Everyone tweet about it. We'll start the yep. conspiracy. Man. Well, Craig, before we let you go, we need to finish or continue. Well, we're almost finished with our countdown of the top 10 Coyotes moments. Oh, shoot. We haven't talked about this yet. No, at Gila River no, Arena. God, we're going to be here until friggin' midnight tonight. I know, right? It's a long one. 44. We're number four, um, which is crazy. That there's only four or three game, three home games left after tonight. So tonight was the fourth to last one. And our moment is Brian Boucher. Modern re- modern day record shutout streak, which began on December 22nd, 2003, after he allowed a goal to Forrest Scott Walker at 19.15 of the second period of a game against Nashville. After that, he posted five consecutive shutouts and went 332 minutes and one second without allowing a goal. The NHL's modern era began after 1944, and Alex Connell owns the overall record of six straight shutouts in 1927-28, when forward passing was not permitted in the offensive zone, so Boucher's scoreless span ranks third in NHL history behind Montreal's George Hainsworth. But most of this was done on the road, unfortunately. But uh, but it started at home. Started at it home. Started against who? The L. Against a. Go ahead. L. A. Yeah. Kings. So, PD, what do you remember about that streak? Well, not the not the one in the twenties. I know you were there for that too. <laughs> okay, so this whole thing, Brian Boucher was the backup goaltender at the time. Sean Burke yeah. is your starting goaltender for your Arizona Coyotes, and he needed a rest. He had just played the two previous games. When we talked. Leah mentioned that the streak started against Nashville. The team played three more games between that and the next time Brian Boucher got the net. So it was Sean Burke's team needed a rest. So Brian Boucher plays the LA Kings, makes 21 saves. Not a busy night. 21 saves, 4 nothing win over the LA Kings at home. Huge win. Team goes to Dallas. Supposed to be Sean's start again. Just missed one game, but got a shutout. Like, you got to play him. And Bobby Francis was the head coach at the time. And I'm not kidding. After every shutout, he goes, do we have to start him again? Like, we have to start him again, right? And everybody in the room is going, yeah, you got to start him again. <laughs> and even Sean Burke's like, shit, I want to play, but you got to start the kid. Like, you got to let him yeah. play. So it just, the expectations were he was going to play one game against LA and Berkey was going to get back in. But what ended up happening goes on the streak. Sean Burke gets traded. Traded. Like two weeks after the streak is over, Sean Burke gets traded. So the end of the story is after the trade, the trade deadline dumps all these players. Brian Boucher gets two more wins the last 28 games of the season. Five consecutive shutouts, two wins to finish the last 28. Yeah. You know, he he went into that season as the number three goalie, actually. I've I've written this story. I talked to Boucher recently, and it's crazy what what transpired that season. You're right. After you have that kind of stretch to have no success the rest of the season, but then you also have to consider what was going on. How bad the team was. Yeah. And, and, and Craig, yeah. you look at the teams we had to go to for that streak, too, in Dallas. Then he goes into Carolina. And by the way, I looked at the, the game sheets. Bronco Radovojevic, one of my favorite Coyote wow. games of all times. He got three <laughs> assists in that game. Then they go to the Washington Capitals. Three nothing. And they know then they go to Minnesota to set the record. And I will say this. If you're going to set a record in the National Hockey League, do it in Minnesota because the fans know what the hell they're doing. They get it. They respect the game. They understand the moment, and they they were so appreciative of that moment for Brian Boucher. It was it gave me chills being in the building. Like they got it. It was a standing ovation for the visiting team goalie in their rank. 
they cut the net out of of the net and got pieces of the net for him. It was fantastic. Then they come home. Do you know who they played when they came home? For six, for number six. Trying to remember who they who scored in that. I know because I I did all the looking it up. Like I wrote, I wrote about it, but I just can't remember now. They played the now defunct or moved Atlanta Thrashers. (laughs) That's right. So it's a team you think he can win. At that time, it was like, oh shit, they're gonna win this one. We can keep the streak going. Like that was this team's playoffs. They were nowhere near the playoffs. This was people were blocking shots. It was so exciting to have that kind of energy in the room. And you play Atlanta, and six minutes into that game on a power play, Randy Robitaille. Hit a puck, hit Coyote defenseman David Tanabe and his big fat ass, <laughs> and it went in the net. And that was it. That was the end of the streak. It wasn't like it was a great shot, a two-on-one tic-tac-toe, hit a Coyote player in the back and goes in. And that was it. And all of a sudden, everybody's looking around That's going, classic. Is that it? That's it? We're done? Sad. The, the, the hype coming into back to your home building, and there's so much hype coming home, and six minutes into the game was over. Poor David Tanabe. <laughs> That's, that's so classic Coyotes too, right? Yeah. Do it all on the road, come home and get scored on immediately. <laughs> yeah, but it was unbelievable. And to Brian Boucher, I still think that's a record that will not be broken. To put it in per- perspective, the Arizona Coyotes, as of the completion of tonight's game, have one shutout the entire season combined, all goaltenders. One, he did it five straight games. Unbelievable. Yeah. Won't be broken, Craig. Call no, it. I agree. I agree. Especially to look at what's what's happening with scoring. With now. the scoring, scoring right now across the NHL. Yeah. Yep. No way. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Thanks so. for letting me relive that. And by the way, one of the things this has done, Craig, is this countdown. And I saw it tonight on um Bally's is doing a similar countdown. And you see these moments with a full building with moments that matter. And it's just like, oh my God, I can't wait. I cannot wait for relevant, meaningful hockey games again in Arizona. I can't, I cannot wait. It is, there is nothing like the NHL playoffs. I, I know NBA playoffs are electric and they're great to me as a hockey guy. The NHL playoffs are just special. I cannot wait for that moment where they matter again. Can't wait. Yeah. It's the best season in pro sports, in my opinion. I it agree. is it's the best season. Absolutely agree. Even, well, even Charles Barkley thinks so. It's the hardest trophy yeah, to win. True. It is. It's the hardest trophy to win. So I'm done. That was great. Sorry. Great recall. I, That's I right. I'm, do- I'm done too. That was, yeah. That was it. <laughs> oh, you're almost done making the drive. Yep. Three more. <laughs> Three and four. Three and four. Everyone enjoy the view behind Craig because he won't be that high up next year. (laughs) (laughs) Won't need an elevator, need a step stool to get to the press box next next year. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go and get home and is Craig gonna be on the bus? I I don't know yet, maybe. T B D. We'll see. Can I be on the bus? I would don't let me drive it because that wouldn't be. No, good. you're. Good. Can I be I on it? Could be on the bus. Yeah, you can absolutely be on the bus. Okay, I want to be on the bus. I want to tell stories. <laughs> yeah, you want stories like that? Come on the bus, yeah. and he'll have a few beers in him. Yeah, a couple of beers. <laughs> Let's I've go. got some. I'm already working on some speeches. I got some PowerPoint presentations. Thirty <laughs> days in the bubble uh, is one of my speeches. Thirty days in the bubble. What can, it was really like. Maybe you can write a new Manscape read for that. I maybe. Oh my maybe god. Maybe we'll have a live on the bus. Bus only, man. Oh, a bus only, and bus everyone only. has to put their phones away. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can really only. get off the rails. Oh my goodness, that's fun. Got CIDs before they let them on the bus. <laughs> I'm in. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm, a, and I'm not kidding about that. I want to do a slideshow of the bubble. What it was really like <laughs> from the no air conditioning. We took a lot of pictures, a lot of videos of being in the bubble for 27 days. Last Love time it. they were in the playoffs, we might have to talk about it. It's a long Good ride. Pizza. From Good downtown. pizza too, huh? Right, buddy. Oh, did I go there? <laughs> you can't say that. Can't say they have pizza in the bubble. I can't say that, buddy. All oh right. my gosh! I'm sorry, Craig. All right, Craig. You we'll... can go now. <laughs> to cut me off. All right, Craig. We'll we'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Guys. All right. Bye. An in-person Petey's puck talk. I like that too. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. That'd There's be so fun much too. potential on the There's bus. There's a lot of potential. Um, if you want to join the bus, we'll be taking a party bus to. The last Coyotes game of the season, the last game at Gila River Arena on April 29th to the last game against the Predators. 
the if you want to buy your ticket, you can go to the PHNX Locker now. Tickets are $125. It gets you a ticket to the game, a round trip ride to Gila River Arena, food and drinks before, after, and on the bus. And Josh Doan is going to be on the bus. You get a meet and greet with Josh. You get a shirt. You get an autograph. And you're entered for raffle prizes and a potential to ride the Zamboni. And Petey's going to be on the bus. And I'm bringing, I already said on last show you weren't here. I'm bringing some of my own personal mementos as giveaway yes. items and prizes. And so, that is true. A lot. Well, that, what what did we say last time? The, the Riga Latvia coin that they gave to the Coyotes? It's about this big and it's in a display case. Can't get it anywhere. Literally can't That's get unreal. it anywhere. Cannot get it unless you went to Riga Latvia. And I did. That's awesome. Um, and also, I know there's some people who have tickets to the game. So we're looking into options for you to come on the bus as well. So stay tuned for that. But also, we're going to have a meet and greet with Josh Doan at the Lola at 6.30 before the game. So if you're already planning to just be out at Westgate, come stop by the Lola. Tickets for that are also in the PHNX locker, so you can get that. We'll definitely be at that as well. So it's going to be really exciting and exciting, and I'm really excited to also meet some people who are in the chat every yep. night and looking forward I'm excited to it. It's going to be bittersweet. I got to answer this question because it's an important one. There will be booze on the yes, bus. Yes, there's going to be beer so on the bus. It's going to be 100%. Like, it's not just a bus that like, it's a parties. Par- it's a party, it's a party bus. bus. Like, there's going to be a party. We're advertising it as a party bus that's not false advertising. Not false. I am uh, I am going to... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. And I saw the moment on Valley Snake where they had Todd Walsh and, and Tyson Nash in front showing a film from 2012. In front of the playoffs and the crowd outside before the game, I'm actually there's going to be some mixed feelings. I think hmm. I might be a little sad, and wow. I'm not kidding. I know there's plenty of people that are looking forward to getting out of Glendale. I'm. It's going to be. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we we're talking about is this potentially Charles is going to be there. We're going to meet Charles. I'm in. Excited. Excited. Um, we talked about. This potentially being the last points the Coyotes get the season, but maybe the last game will be one that Nashville doesn't need the win, or maybe the Coyotes will have the the feeling of this is the last one. Let's make our mark. So Are they there might draft book odds on that. There might be odds, and I don't know. I think I would put some money on it. I don't think the odds are probably out yet, but probably not in the favor. Just in terms of the emotion behind it, I think it could be really great. So you can check that out on DraftKings, but. The NHL playoffs are almost here, which we're so excited about. But the NBA playoffs are happening now. And on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. And you win no matter what. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay does not hit. You can bet the Suns to bounce back from the unfortunate loss last night, but bed the suns, I always say, to go for it. Um, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. A sportsbook for details. All right. Anything else related to this specific game? No. Or Coyotes specific? It's a win in my book. Agree. We're leaving it as a positive win in my book. They battled back. They made it interesting. They ran until the buzzer. The Vimelka battled back after giving up a couple he probably would like to have back. Made unbelievable saves. Yay, team. Agree. Well, but before it looked better when the game was going bad we mentioned Shane and Sean screaming for oh. like the first half of the game and it's because they were playing video I'm gonna move this yeah I'm sorry that's me it's because they were playing video games and the game was so met in the beginning we said meh. what if we did a post game show of a, a what was it NHL 98 yes NHL 98 on like a video game emulator with like fake knockoff PlayStation controllers, so it was, it was an experience. Yes, so so we pl- they played. The so Coyotes. they played the game, and they Chicago. played as the Coyotes and the Blackhawks, and uh, we filmed it. So let's <laughs> and audio <laughs> listeners, apologies. Bear with us. If you're on the audio, just close your eyes and remember being a kid. Yes. How's that? Let, let's see it. Oh no! Nightmare scenario. What am I supposed to do there? What is my? Why is? 
Oh, um, have you pressed the button that makes you better at the game? Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Play on hard mode. Literally, what are you doing? I'm playing like I'm the Coyotes. <laughs> Bro? Literally, this is more exciting than the game going Uh huh. In there. Yeah. We're having fun. I don't think the Coyotes are. Yeah. Well, well, that's a good lot. What is it? What is it? What? What? Let's go! I saved that! Anything goes, buddy! Oh no, I went down. Let's go! Let's go! That's illegal. Oh, <laughs> <1999. laughs> we put in a blender, buddy. <laughs> I really just got fucking out of my taken out of my skates. Come on! Yes. There's a lot of times playoff field guys actually. The last win they're getting of the season. That's I know. what it is. So the, the Coyotes won, won, in won in a shootout against the Blackhawks. In NHL 98. Unbelievable. So, I tell you what, it was an amazing game. There's your game. alternate scenario. And we did, when we were watching our game, we had to go out and watch some of that game too. And you guys, that was like a one and a half minute clip. That was going on for 17 minutes and all we heard was the screaming, but constantly it was for, for 20 minutes <laughs> but so. i tell you what though two things one that's how video games when they used to be fun like because you could barely control it didn't look real and you're like like look at it now like if i don't wear my glasses i swear i can't tell if it's a video game or a real game i swear that's how good they are today so anyway, it was fun in the studio so thanks for bearing with us on our audio listeners <laughs> with Sorry. listening to this that what the audio listeners heard is what you and i heard sitting in the other room yes that that's exactly on. it <laughs> What a lineup, too, is Roanoke and Kachuk and Gerald Diddick, Norm McIver on that team. It's an unbelievable <laughs> roster. Fox makes an interesting point. That the year that this came out, he wasn't, and Emma wasn't born, and I was. This is the year I was born, 1998. Seriously? I was, <laughs> just humbled. Yeah, I was 30. <laughs> I was 30. I was 30. Really? <laughs> Jesus Oh my god. That's it. I'd mic drop right I now if I two. could. I'm done. I'm like, I'm done. I was two. Anyway. That's sigh. Okay. Well, before we head out, so. We're not going to do the whole thing, though. We're not going to do the whole thing because we don't really have time. But also, so I came back from Canada yesterday morning and I brought so much food with me because. Canadian snacks are just better. They are. And I, I I will say this. We've talked a lot about there's a lot of heat about the Canadian food. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Canadian food items. I will say their chocolate is so much it's better. So, even it's like different. even it's chocolate different. that we have, like Kit Kats in Canada are better. Are different. Yes. The way they make their chocolate is just different. They have a different it's a different mix. It's different dairy. It's different chemicals. And I'm not making that up. That is 100 percent true. <laughs> It is it's so, so much better. So I brought back. And these are my favorite Arrow? candy bars. Caramel? Caramel. Really? I freaking love caramel. So I brought. Are, these are my three favorites. You nailed it. These Arrow, three. coffee crisp, caramel, dairy milk. And then this is the snack that has been taking the office by storm. The fuzzy peach? Yeah. Have you had fuzzy peaches? I've been, I've been had fuzzy these peach. are the best candy of all time. I just want to. Yeah. Can, so, okay. can I mix chocolate and fuzzy peaches though? Is that a thing? So Sean doesn't like chocolate. Um, well, I do. So I'm yeah, but caramel. anyway, so I bring oh, this back. Peach. Nobody's had these. Yes, please. Not even like Lindsay Smith, who used, who's been to Canada a billion I've been times. She never. Yeah. My dad's Canadian. So these my family's Canadian. Are absolutely unbelievable. Sean ate one yesterday. Said this is my favorite candy of all time. Oh. <laughs> Craig, Craig tried it yesterday when he was here. Uh, come hit you with a little sour. These yeah. are legitimately the like oh my the God. single greatest candy on the planet. They're chewy. I wasn't expecting the chew. They taste I thought it was gonna like, be like a hard candy. They, I can taste the peach though. Is the thing like They're it's like unbelievable. It, it got a little fuzz on it too. Even I have money. That was good Un candy. So fuzzy what were peaches. Petey's uh, manscape. Yeah, exactly. Some fuzzy peaches. Oh that my might be the next god. Read. Might be the next read. Or that could know. be the the bus read. Wow. Um. Oh. Which by the way, Fox said Canadian snacks are awful. You mean to tell me coffee cars are supposed to be a handy bar it's crap take your wrong opinion <laughs> yeah. elsewhere i do like my coffee i will say the thing about coffee crisp it's too thick 
It is a little thick. It's a little, it's a little dense, a little thick. If it was a thinner bar. The flavor's money, messy, because it's too thick. Yeah. Um, so I also, this is the chips that we are, so the all dress ruffles, these were the ones that also, so the all dress ruffles and the fuzzy peaches have taken the office by storm. So there's like, yeah, they're done. I'm going to put my hand in there. Gas. Just like the peaches are the Swear greatest God, candy of all time. This is the best flavor of chip. Why not? Why not? I'm not having a broken chip. Okay. Look at that. The pig's empty. <laughs> the caramels are money. These are so good. Um, and then I brought oh, these good. back. Oh, just for, just for Craig. Yeah, Craig can have the ketchup chips, um, on wow. the bus. They're okay. The, the Lay's ones are okay. The Dutch, I don't know the brand, the Dutch brand or whatever. I was talking. In a long time. This is my first time in two years. Wow. Amazing. And it's so funny. I was talking to Josh Stone when he was here last week about it. Um, Josh's favorite is Smarties, Smarties which I also which brought have. back. Um, we should bring some to the bus for Josh. We should. So we'll bring some Smarties for Josh on the bus. Does everyone know that Canadian Smarties are chocolate? Is that like a yeah? So Smarties are not so in so U.S. Smarties in Canada are called Rockets, and Smarties in Canada are like M and M's, like M and M's. Not they're not so. Uh, Canadian money might not be real, but their food is fire. Shane is in disbelief that there is a dollar coin called a loony and a two dollar coin called Call a toonie. toonie. But I promise that is real. That is very real. Can't um, confirm. If anyone is watching right now in this chat and is going to Canada in the next little bit please bring us back fuzzy peaches and all dressed chips for the phnx yeah, office please we need you're going to canada next we need a Again, restock Hope well, nick says the brand is old dutch old dutch yes. thank you that's the best kind of ketchup chips yep. if i don't know it makes such a difference uh, yeah so anyway that's the uh that's the haul so it's not super super it was healthy, fantastic thank you but it's not, I'm not super gonna crush it all right now but i had the caramel and the fuzzy peaches. Thank you, Leah. You're welcome. I'm just glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back, too. I did have fun, though, being back. It did snow it was on April 18th. It snow fell from the sky, so that was kind of unfortunate. <laughs> but it was a great trip. Great to see my family and friends. And thank you, Sean, for stepping in. You guys did great. I watched. I actually watched all your post games the you next day because the time change was Sean did a great rough. Job. It was good. The hockey wasn't as good. Yeah, the hockey wasn't great. And then I came yeah. back. It looked a competitive game, but it's it was... unfair to me. I think <laughs> like I deserve this opportunity. <laughs> yeah. No, you deserve this opportunity. Well, you shouldn't have to sit through all this losing still. Well, you do too. You're with us every game anyway. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's it's finally winding down. Oh, almost there. There's five hockey games playoffs left. Are coming. You guys, is the punch? Do we the have the punch card, or did punch you forget card? that too? <laughs> Bro, what? That was that's. First off, that was so accusatory. But yes, I do have the punch okay, card. Okay, let's see it. <laughs> Look at Connect 5 technically on the bottom in black. I can't wait. It, There's only five. We are so close right now. This is this is unreal. I didn't think we'd make it. And that last one, I'm still not quite. Oh, I'm not. Oh. We can get a giant diagonal if they lose game 81. And what's that one again? Uh, not uh, Minnesota. It's the one after Minnesota. It's Dallas. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, Dallas they can lose that. that. They can lose that. Oh, we yeah. want them to lose they for the connect. They, Dallas will need to win. Oh my that gosh, game. the upcoming schedule graphic is now all the remaining games. That's exciting. It fits them all. It was exciting for the graphic designer as well. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm ready for the lottery. I'm ready for the bus. I'm ready for the last game of Gila River. I'm ready for playoffs. I'm ready for the Stanley Cup. I'm ready for the draft. Let's go. Me too. Let's get this. Twenty season days over. till go. the draft lottery. Literally, forget counting down Gila River. Let's count down Let's till the draft lottery. We need it. Um, before we head out, uh, we have all these unhealthy snacks, and I, you know, whenever you travel, it's like so hard to eat healthy. So coming back, I want to get my eating back on track, my health back on track. So I'm going to take some athletic greens and just kind of reset my system. Our next partner I use every day. It really, really helps with gut health and sleep and rest and just feeling healthy. And with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews. costs less than $3 a day, plus you're investing in your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash coyotes. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash coyotes to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional 
insurance. So we need to yeah. all of this. And then Sean brought his Easter candy in the office. No, so it's just a lot of candy. Got to get it back on track. But oh, we're almost there, everyone. Awesome. I can't believe there's only five post game shows left. Please join us for the last game on the bus phnx locker head over now and while you're there head over to go phnx.com become a member so you can read all of craig's stories members also get weekly deals on merchandise um as well as access to the members only discord so tons of great perks become a, a member become a member today it's a great time and also we launched phnx mercury today so there'll be mercury coverage um starting tomorrow night so be sure to Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Super excited to add to the women's coverage um, for all cities. So super stoked about that one. Follow them if you're into just basketball in general. So fantastic. Really exciting things happening at PHNX. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes as well. As always. And we hope to see everyone on the 29th. Any final thoughts from you? I think that's tonight? it. Tonight. All right, five to go. We're almost there, everyone. We will be, I think we have tomorrow off, do we? Tomorrow's off, we do. All right, so off day tomorrow. We'll be back for our post-game show Friday night and then a post-game show Saturday night, back-to-back game. So subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube so you don't miss it. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you missed the interview with Paul Bissonnette from yesterday, check it out. It's really, if you missed PD's Manscaped read alone, it's worth the watch. But Biz was awesome, told some great stories. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts as well. We'll be back Friday night, everyone. Thanks so much for watching. We're almost there in it together. And we'll see everyone Friday.